Hashem, we're beginning, finally, after, I think this is the sixth year, Hashem, we're beginning the first parak, finally, of Tanya, we've gone through the Sharb, we did Hagdama, we did the Sharbla, we did the Hagdama Samalake, and now we're finally beginning parak Aleph and Tanya, and it's uh, obviously, Hashem, Hashem, Yichir Kutsu Richu, Hashem, 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 to be able to get through it, to be able to understand it, and to be able to utilize it in a way, which obviously helps us in Avedis Hashem, which is the Iker Avoida, that's the Iker Avoida, so to get to the place where we're able to recognize in the Derech, which is, again, as we said, the point of the whole Tanya, that's what, he, that's what we're trying to do. So the way he begins the first parak is the first half of the first parak is all kashas. Many of the kashas are not answered for prakim upon prakim upon prakim. Some of them are not answered for parak lamid, some are parak yud ches, some are parak yud. He, he's, setting, he's setting something up. And the point of the questions is not so much the questions itself. It's similar like, you know, the Shereg of Shabbos afternoon. It's not about the questions. It's the questions then are able to lead you into understanding a bigger point. And then you can go back and answer the questions. But the point is that the Nakuda that he's going to bring out, which is the whole Sefer. And then the questions will get answered. So it begins with a bunch of basic, basic questions about Mari Chazal. They're not very complicated. They're not hard. They're simple. That really goes through the first half of Parak Aleph. So if you look on, on page 10, where it says, Ach Bira Inyan. That's where the Sefer really begins. That's where he starts getting to the crux of explaining what you are, and that takes us through the first 10 prakim. That's where we'll spend the first 10 prakim is explaining what you are, who every one of us, every one of, every one of us is, right? Before we begin, avoid this Hashem, if you don't understand who we are, right? If we don't know what we're made out of, if we don't understand our components, if we don't understand the battle taking place inside of us, if we don't understand, you know, what we're dealing with, so, I mean, obviously it's impossible to really be able to be Ayyad Hashem. You can do a Torah and Mitzvah, but the Fichel Bavav Chalasaisa, it's, it's going to be difficult, if not impossible, to do unless we know what the Fichel Bavav Chalasaisa, what those things mean, who we are, what the battle taking place inside of us is. So that's where the first part of the first part of, you know, the first time Prakim, and it gets on to, you know, and obviously it gets into some tangents along the way, which are very, very crucial for Aaron's basic understanding of it's Hashem, and then we'll go on to discuss the battle that takes place, how to overcome the battle, the challenges in the battle between the Nefesh Elikis and Nefesh Bahamas. And that really takes us, it's the first 25 Prakim is really one Shlav, and then the next 25, you know, 28 Prakim is, 28 Prakim is another Shlav, you know, in and of itself. So that's really the way he's going to begin. And basically what he's going to explain to us in the first, really, 10 Prakim, a little bit more, is explaining to us what a Benini is, right? It's a very odd name for a Sefer, right? Anytime you tell it to somebody, Sefer Shal Benini, it's an odd thing, right? We know Tzadik Rosh Benini. The goal is to be a tzaddik, right? Tzaddik means, and he's going to discuss this right away at the beginning. Tzaddik means somebody who's doing more mitzvahs than doing averus, right? That's the way Chazal explained it. Is you know when we talk about aseris mitshuva, talk about during Elul or Shoshana, sefer shalbeinim, sefer shaltadikim, sefer shalvashan. Sefer shaltadikim means you're doing more good than not than not good. Sefer shalvashan means more bad than good. Sefer shalbeinim means mechza mechza, right? So it's very odd to write a sefer and to say I'm writing a sefer to explain what. You know what Bainanim should be doing. Uh, we, hope, we hope not to be Bainanim. Bainanim, first of all, Bainanim is 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 only temporary state. You're talking about 50-50, exactly, you know, middle of the road. It's very, very difficult to stay that way for more than a few seconds. Right? A person has a machshavara, you think something wrong, right away. So now you just tip the scale. You say something good, you smile at somebody, you tip the scale the other way. So a whole safer for something which is like Tolly Vaimid, Bainanim, Mexa Schuyas, Mexit, Mexa, you know, Mexa Venus. What is that? None of us l'cher are benini, and 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 l'cher, that's not what we're striving to be, right? Our goal is to be a tzaddik. That's what we're trying to be. And here he writes a whole sefer, which is which is explaining what the avoid of benini is, and we'll, we'll see. He says every person has the capability to be a benini. That's like the ultimate. It could be that you know the Baltanya's benini. You know you've made it in life, right? Paul Pirate used to say, right? That I used to think that the goal was to be a tzaddik. That's what I wanted to be a tzaddik. He says now that I learned Tanya, halavaya should be a benini. 
The Baltan himself used that Lashon at one point during the same for Halavai should be a Benini. Right, we'll see, a Benini is a very, very high level, but it's something which is attainable by everybody. The Tzadik we'll see is maybe not attainable by everybody, maybe something that's beyond our grasp, but a Benini is attainable. And that's really what we're trying to, what we're aiming for, is to get to the level of being a Benini. And just, you know, Bekitzer, what he's, what he's going to explain to us, and we'll see this at length and very, very clear throughout the Sefer, that a Benini is somebody who does no wrong. A Benini is somebody who does nothing wrong, somebody who still struggles, somebody who has battles, somebody who has a fight taking place inside of him between a nefesh kiss and nefesh Bahama, someone who has an inner struggle, but never, never loses the struggle, never loses the battle, is able to overcome the battle every single time. And that for us is the ultimate. That's what we want. We, we don't need to be able to flip around to get to the place where we don't have the battle anymore. That's the avay That's That's where you get to the place where everything's perfect. There, there's no battle. It's very, very high. That's the madrig of We'll see that's something which is chad badara, it's it's very, very rare, very unique, and that's not what we're aiming for. We're aiming for is to win the battles. That there's battles inside of us, the struggles, there's things pushing us one way or the other. There's a nefesh of a kiss, nefesh of a hamas, and we'll understand what each one of them are trying to do. Once we understand what they're made up of, once we understand as a sphere, and we understand the gimel levushim, they understand what they're trying to do. But that's that's what we're trying to get to. We're trying to get to be a benini, which means. I struggle, I have challenges, there are things that are pushing me one way or the other, and I'm always able to come out victorious in the struggle. And that's, again, the top, 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 what we're trying to get to is being a vanity, and we'll talk about that. It's difficult, and it's a struggle constantly. We would like not to have this struggle. We'd like to overcome it and be past it, but that's the reality that most of us deal with, and what he's gonna explain to us is, okay, if this is the reality, how do you overcome, and how do you win when you deal with those challenges? And that's really what he'll explain to us, and we'll spend, you know, again, the first part of the parak just going through some kasha samamarichazal, and then Ach Bir Inyan, when he gets to what the Nefesh of Kis, Nefesh of Bahamas is, split that into two. He'll explain each one of them at length and how they work Zela Umazah, how each one of them is a mirror image of the other one. There's 10 Klippas ten, you know, ten, ten of Timaeus, 10 Spheris, and they're, you know, they're working against each other. There's Gimelabushim Tairim, Gimelabushim Timaeim. They're working Mamash against each other. And once we understand that, then we'll really get to understand the two opponents inside of us. And then we'll be able to say, okay, now we can make sure that the one that we want to win, the Nefesh kiss, will be able to win. And that's really what he's going to get to at the beginning. So yeah, so let's begin. Perak Aleph, Lekwita Amoran. Should be to do this properly. Tanya, yeah, we spoke about already, you know, I think two or three weeks ago, why he used the word Tanya, we won't focus that again. Tanya, beside Perak, Gimel Danida. Mashbiyam Oisayim, and this is a reference to Mashbiyam Oisayim, the Neshama, before the Neshama comes down to this world. Mashbiyam Oisayim, Tehei Tzadik, Va'al Tehei Rasha, that you should be a Tzadik, and you should not be a Russia. Even if the whole world tells you that you're a tzaddik, you should be in your eyes like a Russia. That's what they tell every single one of our neshamas before they come down to the world. They make it make a shvua that it's going to be a tzaddik and not be a Russia. Frakti Baltanya, and we'll get back to the shvua in one second. The mission of tells us. A person should not look at themselves as a Russia. It's not a great thing to do to look at yourself as a Russia. Look at yourself in a positive light. Pat yourself on the back. Recognize your good qualities. Recognize what you're capable of. Don't look at yourself as a Russia. Right? So first of all, this is Tiwan Chazal. In one place, the Gemara Nida tells us, You should be, you be a Tzadik and not be a Russia. And the next line is, and even if the whole world tells you you're a Tzadik, Always view yourself as a Russia, which means you've never made it. Never pat yourself on the back. Never call yourself a tzaddik. Always refer to yourself as a Russia. I, the whole world's putting you in a pedestal. Everyone's saying, you have to say, I'm a Russia. 
So first of all, it's a stira. The Mishnah Berakiyama says, don't do that. I'll tell you a rush. If not, don't be a rush in your own eyes. Don't look at yourself. Don't view yourself in a negative light. View yourself positively. Recognize what you're capable of. Recognize who you are and you're a tzaddik. So that's the first kasha that he asks is, Pasha is stira and chazal. Very basic stira and chazal. How to view yourself. Do you view yourself as a tzaddik or do you view yourself as a rasha? Now, j- just to back up one second, when it comes to the shvuah, it's a very odd shvuah. Right? <laughs> what is a shvuah? A shvuah means that I want to make sure that something's going to get done. So I ask somebody, please swear that you're going to do something. Or I make a shvuah myself. I want to make sure that I'm going to hold, you know, hold true to a certain standard that I set for myself. So I make a nether, I make a shvuah. I make a shvuah in order to ensure that things are going to remain the way they are. What, what, what shvuah takes place there than a shama before it comes down to this world? We make the neshama make a shvua that it's going to be a tzaddik and not be a rasha. What's the, what's the point of the, of the shvua? And, and the neshama, when it's up in Tachas Kisa Kavah, doesn't need a shvua. And when it comes down to this world, the shvua doesn't help it because it's not the only one in charge. Now there's a guf. So the neshama doesn't need a shvua. The neshama won't, the shvua won't help the neshama. The neshama. So forget about the stira. What, what's the point of the shvua? What, what does the shvua do for a person when a person makes the shvua? <laughs> Okay. So again, it could be the pet, you know, in, in, in the way neshamas are communicating up there. It's, it's. Uh, I don't know if it has the halachic din of a shvur, but but it definitely has something. It's something supposed to do some takeif. So what's the point of it? It's a very odd thing. What must be my say So this the the Rebbe Rashab has something called conscious mayan where he talks about there about the sefer Tanya and he explains over there. Uh, I'm just going to read a little bit of his lashon inside. It's very gishmak there. The Rebbe Rashab is, is, is beautiful, beautiful Mamar in general. But this is, uh, this is what he writes. And it's a small country called Kunshat Mayan. He writes the following. He writes, Acha Inyin, who does Shvua, what does Shvua mean? Lashen Seveya. Shvua is the same Oisius. And it comes from Lashen of Seveya to be satiated. The Seveya, and you know, what does it mean to be satiated? Hanasinus Kayach Masha Neisnin Melamala Laadam. To be satiated means the Kayach that's given to a person, Lamala. To, to, to be able to serve the Rabbanisham properly. The, 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 the satiation and, and the feeling full and the feeling like I have the kaiches to be able to serve the Rabbanisham properly. It gives a marshal. What does it mean when a person's full? Right? We all know that if a person's hungry, right? I'm sure all of us have heard this you know, at some point in some Shalom bias thingy that it's very important to make sure that you eat a Danish on the way home or you eat something on the way home. Don't come home starving, right? Because you come home starving and you're not full and you're not in a great mood and you're expecting supper to be there and supper's not there and the kids need a bath and, and there's another hour before you eat and you end up snap, snapping at your wife and kids, you know, six times throughout that hour because not because you're angry at them, not because they're doing anything wrong, but because you're hungry, right? So I'm sure we've all heard this before. Make sure that you eat something, not too big, because then you're not going to be hungry. Make sure it's not flesh eggs, it gets sort of milk eggs. Make sure you eat something on the way home so that you don't come home starving. It's not a good, it's not a good state to be in. Don't work that way. Don't spend time with your wife and kids that way. Make sure you're not starving. When a person's full, when a person eats a good meal, you walk out of a good meal and you feel satiated, you feel full, not bloated, not overeating, but you feel full, you feel right? He feels good. You're able to work better. You're able to deal with people better. You can able to interact with people better when a person eats well, when a person feels satiated. Right? You'll be severe for you'll be severe from lechem, and then you'll be tovim. You'll be good. What is severe? I mean, severe doesn't just mean. It means that you're, you have you're satiated. You have an asinas kaiyach melamal. So the neshama before it comes down into this world, the neshama is perfect. The neshama before it comes down is perfect. The neshama down here is ba'etzim perfect. Now the neshama is going to be dealing with the greatest challenge it ever deals with, which is how do you live inside of a guf? 
How do you live with the Nefesh of Bahamas, which is fighting you constantly, constantly fighting you and not allowing you to be able to do what you want to do? The Neshama is dying to serve the Rabbi Neshama. The Neshama only wants a lakos. Now, there's a, there's, a, there's a guf, there's a nefesh of Bahamas, there's klipas, there's sitra achra, there's hastara in this world. The neshama doesn't know how to deal with that. The neshama comes from taches kisa kava. The neshama deals with only ar. Now, the neshama is coming to a world of chayshek. So what the rabbanisham does is mashpiyam, I say, it's not a shvur to say, make sure that you stay, you know, you stay strong to, to you know, to, that, make sure that you don't mess up. It's a shvur, which means it's seveya. It gives the neshama the kaychas, the satiation, to be able to say, okay, you're full, you're satisfied, you have the nesines kaych melamala, to be able to do what you need to do down here in this world, right? For example, we find by, 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 uh, by, by Avram Avinu, and Avram Avinu sends Eliezer to go find a, to go find a wife, to, for, a wife Eliezer, for Rufi Yitzchak, right? So he's also, he also makes him make a shvur, right? Similarly, Yad Chataches, Yerechim makes him make a shvur. It wasn't that Avram Avinu thought that he was gonna mess up and said he, Avram Avinu understood that you're going into a place of challenge. You're going to go, and there's going to be love, and there's going to be, you're going to try your own daughter, like Chazal say, or there's going to be the nations of the world. There's going to be challenges in finding a wife for Yitzchak. So, Mashbiyam, I say, he's making him make a Shavuah Pasha. It's an Asinus Kayach. A Shavuah means now you have Kayach to be able to do what you need to do. Before, they were also able to do it. But when you make a Shavuah, it gives you an extra sense of urgency and an extra sense of staying true to your mission. And it gives you a Kayach to be able to say, I promise I'm going to do this. A person makes a Kabbalah, right? Very, very Pasha. A person makes a Kabbalah, which is Shani and Kippur. What does the Kabbalah do for you? You couldn't do it before the Kabbalah, now with the Kabbalah, you could do it, right? If you, if you could do whatever the Kabbalah, you can't spe- not speak Lashon Haram, let's make a Kabbalah. What's the point of making Kabbalah? means that I'm, I'm, I'm being makabal upon myself, you know, Belashen, not Belashen Shavuah, most of the time I don't do Belashen Shavuah, but I'm being makabal upon myself that this is what I want to do. By making the Kabbalah, and by making the shvuah, this is why Chazal say the Gemara, you know, the Gemara Dharm talks about the positive, the negative aspects of making the Dharm, making shvuahs. When it comes to when it comes to mitzvahs, that's the one time that we find the Chazal do say that there's something good about it. Because what it does is it gives a person an sinas kayach to be able to stay true to their mission. And Mela zakta 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 Rebbe Rashab. That's what happens. Vizel mashem and I say that's the shvuah they do. But mashen noisnoi kayach meshirashi. It just mechazik the neshama. As the neshama is coming down to this world, they're mechazik, and they say you're gonna you're headed into battle. Just remember what the, it's like the Kalei Meshach Machama, getting up and like, you know, rousing up the Neshama and saying, this is, this is the battle that you're going into. Mashbiyam, I say, to hate Sadiq, remember who you are, remember you're Neshama, remember you're going to be put into a guf, and it's going to be challenging, it's going to be difficult. Stay true to the mission, to hate Sadiq, Russia. He says, He says, even, forget about the fact that Shavuah comes from Lashon Seveah, to be satiated, to be full, to have the energy, to be able to fight the battle. It's that, it's that energy that's given to you. But he said, even the word Shavuah itself, in a very Pasha way, that's what it means. A person makes a Shavuah, like we said, to do something. So what the Shavuah does is that I know if I'm going to have challenges, if things are going to get in the way, I say, I made a promise. I made a promise to my wife, I made a promise to myself, I made a promise to Hashem, I made a promise to my kids, I know that this is what I'm going to do. Nothing can get in my way because I promised or I swore that I'm going to do it. It, it, it brings out a certain kayak which is lying dormant inside of a person that a person doesn't realize until you make that Kabbalah. A person says, and again, back to the Kabbalah, you make a Kabbalah Roshanim Kippur. You say, I'm going to make sure that I'm going to learn for an hour Bertzifas without doing it. Now, you, you had that kayak before. You had the kayak learn an hour Bertzifas before you made the Kabbalah. What does making a Kabbalah do? Making a Kabbalah allows you to be able to recognize the kayaks that you really have. Now you say, okay, I, I have to do it because I, I set myself up and I said, I'm going to do it. I promised myself that for a month straight, this is what I'm going to do. Consider, now you're able to recognize what you're really capable of. Zakta Rebbe Rashad, before an Hashemah comes down to this world, Mashbiyam, I say. 
they give him the kayak to be able to recognize what, what he really is capable of. And Mimela, when he gets involved in the world of the battle against the Nefesh of Bahamas, he comes in fortified with the knowledge that I made a shvur already. And he says, any challenges that you're dealing with are lower than your neshama. Any challenges you're dealing with are from Oil of Tayu, it's from Klippas Naiga, it's from Klippas Tameus, it's from a lower place your neshama is. When your neshama comes into this world with the Shvua, your neshama now has the Kaifah. Your neshama is greater than any guf will ever be, than any challenge you're ever facing. Your neshama has the kayak to do it. And when you recognize that and remind yourself of that, and your neshama reminds you of that, then you have the ability to do it. He says, Obviously, you know, there's still a Bechira. Now, again, that's what we're going to talk about in the Sefer. You have to again, this is the battle that takes place. It's, it's part of your Bechira. The Shvua is not, a, is not a, an ironclad Shvua, which means you're going to be a Tzadik and not be a Russia. And that's, again, we'll have to talk about what, what, that, what happens to that Shvua. If I make this Shvua and I'm only going to be a Benini, so how could I say, you know, Tzadik, 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 Right? Every one of us swore we're going to be a tzaddik. And then we come to this world, and the Baltani is telling you, halavai, you'll be a benini. Okay, but I made a promise to the Rabbanish, I'm going to be a tzaddik. Right, so we'll have to deal with how you, how you can, what the purpose of the shvua is. But the ikker point is, mashbiyan say seveya. You're satiated, you're full, you're ready to come into this world to, to, to serve the Rabbanish and to fight against that world called the Nefesh Abamas. This Vasemis talks about a very, very similar thing in Parshas Matas. He says also, pirish inyana shvua, sha'al yidei sha'reitza adam love davar but whose Shavua, his Asvas call Hashiva Midais Sheba Adam. Shavua comes from Lashon of Shiva, Lashon of Seven, right? We saw the, the, the Rebbe Rashab saying Lashon of Seveya, full, which also is, comes from Lashon of Sheva, which the Moral also says Sheva, Seveya comes from the same thing. Sheva is completion, right? We know Shmaina is the Malaman, the Malaman Atavash, is Lashon Shamin, which means it's fat, it's, it's above Seveya, Seveya means it's perfect. Shamin means it's above perfect, it's beyond that. That Shmaina is Lashna, Isis Neshama. But Seveya, Sheva, they come also the same thing. So the word Shavua contains within it, within it the letter Sheva. What does it mean? It's the Sheva Midas, which we'll talk about at length. Those seven Midas that are in a person, and the Mewa person has the Kaiches to be able to do it. It's just, that's special what every Shavua is. It's, it's just working up the Kaiches inside of you to be able to say, okay, now I'm ready to use everything inside of me. I'm satiated, I'm fortified, I'm ready to be able to fight the battle that I need to do. And that's what he says, <laughs> He brings out this Gemara Nida, that's what it means, <laughs> like, you're, like you're asking, you don't have to keep the right? The, the Neshama is holding on to a Chayfetz, that, that, that's what a Shavu is. <laughs> it's just reminding the Neshama, you have no Chiyas, you're going down into the world in which you're not going to remember who is the boss. You're not going to remember where your chiyas comes from. You're not going to remember that you have nothing in the world other than the Rabbani Shalom. Just remember, before you go in, there's a shvua to remind you. You're shliach. You're like Eliezer Eved Avram. Remember, you have to be able to say, Eved Avram Anoichi. I'm an Eved to Avram. I'm an Eved to the Rabbani Shalom. I'm serving the Rabbani Shalom. Everything, everything is connected to the Rabbani Shalom. Memele, a person does that. He says, V'chem B'Shavaz Kodesh. There's also Lashon of Shvua. Okay, he goes, he goes, I'm Nishba V'Aymin. Marcina, he's the same thing. Again, Nishba V'Aymin doesn't just mean we made a Shvua by Harsina. What was the purpose of the Shvua? Again, it's the same thing. It's an Asinas Kayach to remind us of a reality when we're going into a place of battle. I mean, that's what, that's what Chazal means. They say, you know, they give you the kaychas to be able to come into this world with the ability to fight the battle. And that's why it's obviously appropriate that he starts the safer with this because 
This is, this is the kaychas that we need to be able to go through this battle that takes place. I'll get into the battle, the battle and what the battlefield looks like. But the first thing is, just remember that you have the kaychas to do it. Just remember that you seveya, you're full, you have sheva, you have the midas inside of you, which will allow you to, to overcome and to win and to be victorious in the battle, connected the nefesh of Bahamas, because like we said, the nefesh of kiss and anything it has is on a much higher level than that world called the nefesh of Bahamas. I mean, well, that, that's what he says. That, that's, that's just Pasha to explain what the shvua is, right? So that's the first kasha that he says, but the Altei Rosh Stira, Stira and Chazel, don't be a Russia, do be a Russia. What, how are you supposed to look at yourself? The, 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 they just point out, and, and, and many of this farm point out, that if you look at the Lushan that he does, how does he ask the Kasha? Right, and you see it's all over. Anyone who's ever learned Sifri Chabad, especially, you learn anything, it's, it's all over. Fitzerich Lahavan, right? Chabad is the whole own world of Russia Tevis. It's very, very interesting. When I started learning Chabad Svarm, it's like, you think you know Russia Tevis, you've been learning Svarm your whole life, they have a whole different, like a whole different, you know, Dictionary, they have, you know, Pasha dictionaries, they have this, like Pasha, like a leak of all the Russia tapes that they have that are different. Back in the back? Yeah. Yeah, so that's what it is. It's, 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 it's a whole different, a whole different thing. So one of the things is, it's Tzad right? It's Tzad right? You find it many, many times throughout Chabad's farm. Yeah. So it's interesting. It doesn't say, right, if we were writing a Sefer, and many, many of this farm that we learn, it says, V'yesh l'hakshayis, V'kasha, in, in Chabad's farm, they don't write that, right? It's V'tzarek l'haven. Why? What's the difference between V'kasha and V'tzarek l'haven? Bakasha means it's a kasha. Bakasha means that something's bothering me. Something doesn't make sense. Here I have one chazal and Gemara that says, I have a mission in Pirkei Elvis, Parag Beis, that tells me, So it's a kasha, it's a stira, chazal, something's wrong. That's bakasha. But it means nothing's wrong. Everything's perfect. You don't understand what, how these two chazals fit with each other. I have to understand it, right? It's just, it's just a, it's a mind shift, huh? It's the same bar as Right, exactly. It's not saying that it's shver. It needs more Ian because there has to be a Torah. So it ends off and needs more Ian. So yeah, it's the Kasha is not a Kasha. It's, it's we, you know, limited, you, limited human minds don't understand how a Maimar Chazal and Nida and a Maimar Chazal and Mishra Perkyavas fit with each other. So let's try to figure out and let's understand what that is. Just um, It's important to see. And we'll see this, you know, this Lashon throughout the, uh, throughout the Sefer. That, that's, you know, Fine. But that's, that's the first kasha that he asks. Now, it, the truth is, if you look at the Mishnah in Perkei and most of us probably have at one point learned the Mishnah in Perkei with Pirush of Rabbeinu Yaina, Rabbeinu Yaina teaches the Mishnah in a way which knocks out the whole stira. Right, look at Pirush of Rabbeinu and he says, what does it mean? It doesn't mean the way you view yourself. It just means make sure that you're not doing things which are going to lead you to become a Russia. Well, his lashon is Don't do things. Don't head down a slippery slope. Make sure about Alte Russia. Make sure don't end up in the world of Russia. So stay out of great areas. Stay out of places where you're going to end up being a Russia. In which case, it's not a stira b'chol. Right? One one of them is telling you how you view yourself, and one member Chazal is telling you make sure that you don't get into things which are going to lead you to become a Russia. That's where Benyamin is pshat. Is another pshat over there. Also, don't be rabid of Don't be tefresh menatzibur. Don't be a Russia. Don't separate and, and become apart from people. But there are many other Hiroshim in the Mishnahis that explain it in a way which is not a stira. And that's why he goes on to the next Nakuda. Fine, even if it's not a stira, even if you're gonna learn like Rabbeinian in the Mishnah, you'll learn like you know some other other Pirushim in the Gemara in the Gemara Nida, but there's another major Shaila, right? Which is Pashat practically, it sounds like a terrible thing to do. Right? What a Chazal telling you in Nida, you should view yourself as a Russia. That sounds like one of the worst pieces of advice you can ever get. Right, he says, So you were the 
So if I do do that, if I take the advice seriously of Chazal, and of, not of Chazal, of the Rabbanishtam who made me make the Shavua, so I'm going to look at myself as a Russia constantly. I'm going to look down upon myself. I'm going, to, I'm going to beat myself up. I'm going to break myself constantly that I'm not good enough. I'm a Russia. Everyone's like, you're amazing. You're good. Wow. Thank you so much. You know, you gave such a, an amazing drusha. You're great. You showed up to Shachris. You know, you're doing so well in Yeshiva. I'm going to say, nah, I'm not good enough. I'm not good. I'm never going to be able to do it. And you never can meet people like this. And this, you know, this is part of the challenge of Golas is that people don't recognize who they are and what they're worth and what they're capable of. And you talk to somebody, he's like, ah, I'm never going to be able to learn. I'm never going to be able to be a good father. I'm never going to be able to be a good husband. I'm never going to be able to become a successful businessman. You're Russian, but not So what happens? You become depressed. You become broken. Right? We know, we know how crucial it is, especially to me, to serve the Right? These are practical. Practically, forget about mitzvah Forget about whether it's a mitzvah or not a mitzvah to be besimcha. But practically, it sounds like a bad piece of advice. Always, no matter what people tell you, no matter how good, how much compliments people get you, deflect all compliments, tell them it's not true, you don't know how big of a, how terrible a person I am, you know, I, uh, I'm not good enough, I'm never gonna be good enough, and you know, <laughs> nothing's ever good, uh, that, that's not good, right? Serving the Rabbanu is not gonna, is not gonna get easier when you can't recognize your own success, right? One of the challenges that people have is when people learning, learning Masechta, I was just talking to somebody about this yesterday. He's finishing Masechta, I don't know, he spent, Maybe eight months, some of them stuff. As I said, I hope you can make a big scene. He says, nah, I can make a scene. Now, what happens when you don't make a scene is that you're not celebrating your accomplishments. So if you don't celebrate your accomplishments, so you, 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 put, it da- you put yourself down, and nah, it wasn't a big deal. You know, somebody just made a scene in Ivama, so I should make a scene in Masechta's brachas. Like, you put yourself down, you put yourself down, so you don't continue to the next Masechta. Right, that's what we all know. That's you know the the the, the Samachmem, which is you know we don't we don't spell out his name. Samachmem Aleph Lama, the Simas Roshetei, the Simas Sechta in Lasses. Right, you shouldn't make a Simas Sechta. Why? Because if you don't celebrate your accomplishment, so you're never able to move on. So here the Chazala telling you, the Rebbeinu is telling you, make a Shavua that no matter how good you're doing, you'll always be putting yourself down and always saying, I'm a Russia, I'm terrible, I'm the worst person that ever lived. It sounds like a very very bad piece of advice. It doesn't sound like going to be a successful Eved Hashem this way. Let's say, say, you know what? I'm going to go to the other extreme. I'll call myself a Russia, but it doesn't bother me. Who cares? I'm a Russia. I'm a Bainani. I'm a Tzaddik. I'll call myself a Russia. I'll look at myself as a Russia. People will give me compliments. I'll deflect the compliments. I'll tell them that I'm a terrible person, but it won't bother me. Why? I won't get affected by the fact that I'm a Russia because I don't really care about titles. I don't really care about how I, who I am or what I do. It's also terrible. You don't care about the fact that you're a Russia? So then you don't care about the things you do. You don't care about serving the Rabbanu properly and not serving the Rabbanu It's also a terrible Eitzah. So again, one of two things is going to happen. If it really bothers you, the fact that you're calling yourself a Rasha, you become depressed. And then you can't serve the Rabbanu properly. And you can't do Hashem besimcha. You're not able to serve Hashem properly. And maybe you're a terrible Eitzah Hashem. You're going to end up falling off the path because you're not going to be able to serve Hashem. And if it doesn't bother you, that itself is a big issue. Right, we all know that part of the you know part of the tsar of, of the three weeks and of the tishabov is we're crying over the fact that we don't know where we're crying over, right? It, it, so if it doesn't bother you, that's also an issue. That's an inherent issue. It doesn't bother you that you're Russia. It doesn't bother you you're calling yourself a Russia. So Alamai, it doesn't have any significance to you. Your ruchni has no significance to you, and you could say, who cares if I'm Russia or tzaddik? Doesn't make a difference as long as I'm a nice guy. You know, I'm a nice husband and a, you know a nice guy, and I say greet everybody in the street. But I'm Russia or tzaddik doesn't make a difference. Yavale de kalas chas v'shalom. And the other end, you're going to come to the world of kalas. So. The, the, the piece of advice that you're given right before the Shema comes down sounds like the worst piece of advice you can ever get. Always view yourself as terrible. One of two things can happen. You're either going to fall into atzvos or on the, other, on, the other, on the other side of the fence, you're going to fall into a place where nothing matters to you. Nothing, nothing's going to bother you. Now, so we, we can say very posh it, right? All it means is, is you, should be as a, you should look at yourself as a Russia when you've done something wrong. 
right, which is a healthy thing to do, if you've done something wrong, so you have to be able to recognize what you've done wrong and say, okay, I'm not a tzaddik, I did something wrong, I have to fix it up. But first of all, it's not what Chazal say. Right, Chazal say, this is something which is constant. Right, it's not something which is just, okay, if you've fallen, now view yourself as Russia until you pick yourself up. Chazal talking about something which is constant. Whatever, Chazal explained to us what happens in Shemayim. The Russian himself, you constantly view yourself. Always view yourself as a Russia. So again, it, 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 it's not the Shiv and Alev, and the Baltani will talk about in the later Prakim, the difference between Shiv and Alev and, and, and a healthy Shiv and Alev and Atzvos, which is unhealthy, but, but this kind of view, view on yourself, that you're Russia, definitely not healthy, definitely not something that we want. Okay, so that's, those are the two, the, the two kashas that we started with. First of all, stira and chazal, right? Are you supposed to view yourself as a Russia or not view yourself as a Russia? Second of all, even if you can answer the stira, it doesn't seem like a good piece of advice. It seems like not the, not the kind of message you want coming into this world to be able to fight, fight the battle. Huh? It's, yeah, yeah, but this is a, and the reality is like this, right? The reality is, I'm saying we all know people that are, that are, that are like this, that are putting themselves down constantly and, and the, the, the outcome of doing that is so, is so damaging to a person's ability to Hashem. And a person can't be able to recognize that. Again, and we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it in a well, second. The Muslim movement, before Hasidus came around, the Muslim movement was really like that, no? Oh, so we're going we're gonna to talk... We're, 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 to, I'm not even talking about it, but a lot of Muslims, yeah, I'm... I'm so, so we'll talk. We'll talk about. It, we'll talk about it in a few minutes when we get to when we get to know, this week, next week, whatever. We get to we get to you know what it means. What it means. You know when Rabbi said Kegayin and Abaynini, right? What a healthy sense of another is, and a healthy sense of self is, and and, and in a way which is unhealthy, right? And again, that goes back to Shivan and Atzvus. There's a way to do it in which I, I'm able to recognize who I am, what I've done, and what I haven't done, and to to recognize the reality of, you know, the the, the pros and cons of who I am. And there's a way to do it in which I'm just putting myself down constantly, right? It, it, the Muslim movement wasn't a movement which came to say, put yourself down and, and, and step all over yourself and say that you're, you're nothing and memela. It, it's the recognition of who you really are. And, and again, the, the Baltani doesn't mince words. We'll also, we'll discuss very, very clearly who we are and what we're made of and what the, what the goal is, but, but not in a way in which you view yourself as a Russia, you view yourself as a terrible person. Yeah, you're a garnish, you're, you're a goof, and, and, and the goof is fine, and then a shama, and those two things are battling each other, fine, but, but you're not a Russia. You're not a terrible person. You, you have things to fix up. Okay, true. We all have things to fix up. We all, we all we have a long way to go until we get to that place called Halavai that we should be a Benini or a Tzaddik. But, but to call ourselves a Russia, to view ourselves as a Russia is a very unhealthy, an unhealthy view of ourselves. Yeah? We'll here we're going to get into, this is the, you know, the crux of, of the definition of what a tzaddik is, what a bandi is, and what a rasha is. Right? So we find in the Gemara, the Gemara in Brachas tells us the following, right? The Gemara, the Gemara says that the Moshe Rabbeinu wanted to know, Hareninaz, 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 Kvaidecha. Moshe Rabbeinu wanted to know the Rabban Shalom's, you know, Lahidia Darkasha, Kadesh Baruchu, Venasnamai, right? And the, the Gemara Brachas says, So Nemar Hadiani, Nas Darkacha, Amulafan of Rabban Shalom, he asked the Rabban Shalom, the ultimate kasha, right? That Eve had, the ultimate kasha that everybody has, Ma Yesh Tzaddik Vitoivloi, Yesh Tzaddik Viraloi, Yesh Rasha Vitoivloi, Yesh Rasha Viraloi. Right, this is Moshe Rabbeinu's kasha to the Rebbe. Moshe Rabbeinu wants to understand the workings of Hashem and says, "Explain to me why there's a Russia that has good, why there's a tzaddik that has bad." Tzaddik v'toyvloi, tzaddik v'raloi, Russia v'toyvloi, Russia v'raloi. Moshe Rabbeinu wants to understand. Amar loy Moshe, tzaddik v'toyvloi. The Rebbe told him, "Is tzaddik ben tzaddik, tzaddik v'raloi, tzaddik ben Russia, Russia v'toyvloi, Russia ben tzaddik." Rasha Baraloi, Rasha Ben Rasha. The first time, I'm not reading inside the Tanya, I'm just reading for the Gemara. The Gemara, the first Havamina is that the Rasha told Moshe Rabbeinu that, you know what, it's, you know why if there's a Tzadik who has Toiv? Tzadik who has Toiv is if it's a Tzadik Ben Tzadik. It's Tzadik who has Ra, 
he, he, he's good, he's a tzaddik, but since he comes as Shrashim, his roots are bad, therefore it's tzaddik rally. The same thing with the Russia. Why would a Russia have Taif? Because he's a Russia ben tzaddik. Why would a Russia have Ra? It's because he's a Russia ben Russia. The Gemara knocks, knocks that off. The Gemara says, Amar, the Gemara, the Gemara, you know, says, Right, the Gemara, the Gemara says that, that if a person doesn't do a person doesn't follow in the father's footsteps, they don't have to take any responsibility. Which means if you're a tzaddik, even if your father was a rasha, you don't take any responsibility for your father. So in fact, the Gemara tzaddik v'raloi because his father was his father was a rasha. Who cares, right? Then you don't uh, you don't then. Then you don't take any responsibility. If you've cut the chain from going from being a Russia to being a tzaddik, you don't take any responsibility. So Zakti Gemara, that can't be the diff- that can't be what the Rabban Shem told him. Elamai the Rabban told him something. Zakti Gemara lahachi kamer lay tzaddik v'toiv lay tzaddik gomer tzaddik v'raloi tzaddik shenig gomer. Very pasha. You want to know why there's a tzaddik who has to only good is because he's a tzaddik gomer tzaddik who does not everything's good. He has his room in this world tzaddik shenig gomer. You want to know why there's a Russia v'toiv lay? Is because the Rosh Hashanah Gomer is not totally wicked. So whatever good he has, he's getting paid up in this world. Rosh Hashanah is a Rosh Gomer. He's a Rosh Gomer. That's the way the Gemara explains it. Gemara says, or Mayor argues, or Mayor says, he didn't teach him the secret of Rosh Hashanah But that's what the Gemara says. The Gemara brings down four chalukim over there. Tzadik v'tayvloi, tzadik v'raloi, Rosh Hashanah Rosh Hashanah The Gemara's chilik is, are you a Tzadik Gomer? Or Now there's a fifth one, which he says, Right, he says five, and that Gemara Brachas Dav Zayin is only four. There's only Tzadik V'Toiv, Tzadik V'Ra, Rosh V'Toiv, Rosh V'Ra. Now later in Dav Samach Zayin, uh, Samach Aleph, I'm sorry, over there the Gemara over there talks about Tzadikim and Rosham. The Gemara says Tzadikim Yitzah Toiv Shayfton, Shnei Belibi Chal Bekirbi Yitzah Rosham is Yitzah Ra Shayfton, and the Gemara over there says Beinidim is Evazah Shayfton. A Beinidim is somebody who both of them are being Shayfed. Is Yitzah Toiv and is Yitzah are being Shayfed, and the Gemara goes on to say it. Zakt Amar Rava over there says Kagayin no Beinidim. Rava says about himself, I'm a Beinidim. I'm a Le'Abaya Le'Shavik Mar Lechol Beriyah. If you're a Beinidim, so then who's a Tzadik? Right? The, 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 there's nobody else that could be a Tzadik. If Rava, the greatest God of Adar, is a Beinidim, who's exactly going to be a Tzadik? So Zakt Abal Tanya, we're going to I'm going to stop in two minutes. But he says like this, right? He says Ache Inyan Mitzina B'Gemar Mehechalukas Tzadik V'Toivloi Tzadik V'Raloi Rosh V'Toivloi Rosh V'Raloi U'Beinidim, and that Beinidim which we find, you know, many many blot later. Uh, you know, 50 blot later, that, that level of abanity, those are the five chalukim, the five types of people that you can be. Upir Shiva Gemara, the Gemara over there explains, the Gemara in Zayin, Tzadik V'toiv is Tzadik Gomer. Tzadik V'raloi, Tzadik She'ena Gomer. That's how the Gemara explains it, whether you're Tzadik Gomer or Tzadik She'ena Gomer. Uber Raya Mehemna, Raya Mehemna is one of the, one of the chalakim of Zayar, in Parshat Mishpatim. It's, it's, it's a part of Zer that was given over by Moshe Rabbeinu, right? Zer is written by Iker, you know, Rav Shem Ha'echayim, his Talmidim, his Chavari Kedisha. But some of it was things that were revealed to them by people that lived many, many years before them and generations before them. Moshe Rabbeinu came to Rav Shem Ha'echayim, and revealed to them a part of Zer called Rai Mahamna. Rai Mahamna means the faithful shepherd. That's the way Chazal referred to Moshe Rabbeinu. He's Rai Mahamna. He's a Rai Nehman. And that's, that's that, that part of it over there. Over there explains, he was Tzadik V'raloi, Sharasha Bai Kofav Latoif. And Tzadik V'toivloi is, is, is the opposite, right? The, 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 the Zerah Kaddish over there explains that Tzadik V'toivloi, Tzadik V'raloi is not a reference to what the person's doing. Again, the, the, there's three ways of understanding Tzadik V'raloi, Tzadik V'toivloi. Uh, the the Pasha way, the way the Gemara over there says, and the way the, and the, way the Zerah Kaddish says, right? The, the Pasha way of understanding Tzadik V'toivloi, Tzadik V'raloi is, are you a Tzadik who things are, things are, things 
good things are happening to you, or tzaddik who not good things are happening to you. Tzaddik is good. Tzaddik v'tayvah is bad things are happening. Ra'loi, which means just bad, think bad things are happening. The Gemara says tzaddik v'tayvah is tzaddik. I'm sorry. Then the Gemara says that tzaddik v'tayvah is a tzaddik gomer. Tzaddik v'ra'loi is tzaddik sheina gomer, and that's what good things are bad things. That's one way of understanding. The second way, I'm sorry, I said three ways. The second way of understanding is the Zerah Kaddish. The Zerah Kaddish says it's not about the actions that the person's doing, and it's not about what's happening to the person. When we say tzaddik v'tayvah. Or tzaddik v'raloi, rasha v'toivla, rasha v'raloi, referring to the essence of the person, not what happens to them, and not whether tzaddik or tzaddik shenagav, referring to the machus of the person. And again, this is crucial to understand safer, you know, safer shabenim and safer tanya, because we're not here to discuss actions as much as we are to discuss who we are and what our essence are, and then we can figure out, okay, what actions should we be doing? So the zera kadosh says tzaddik v'toivloi means he's a tzaddik v'toivloi. He's a tzaddik who the toiv is kafaf to him. Tzaddik v'raloi means he's a tzaddik that the ra is kafaf to him. And rasha v'toiv means he's a rasha v'raloi, that the ra is kafaf to him. We'll have to see what it means that the ra can be kafaf to a rasha. Rasha v'toiv means he's a rasha and the toiv, the good inside of him, is kafaf to the ra inside of him. So it's not about what the person does or what's happening to the person, but it's about who the person is. Is he somebody who the good inside of him is subjugated to the evil, or is he somebody who the evil inside of him is subjugated to the good? That's the difference in a rasha v'toivloi, rasha v'raloi, tzaddik v'toivloi, tzaddik v'raloi. That's, that's... One more minute. Rasha v'toivloi, rasha v'toivloi, has good penis, or...? He has good, but the good is kafaf to the rat. The rasha daker. Huh? The rush is the acre, exactly. And any toy that's in him is, is subjugated to any good ins- to any bad inside of him. The ra- the ra's over the toy and the and the toy is then. That's where the Ray Mahamna explains. Yeah, well just I want to just get to, to till we get to Vagam Bahavan, right? He says, um the toiv, and he goes on Vakulum, which is a continu- continuation a continuation of that explanation over there. Uba Gamora Saif Parak Testa Brachas, that Gamora that we just said in Samachalaf, Sadiqim yet's a toiv shaftan, Rashambi it's our shaftan, Bainam Zebaza Shaftan. Right, so Bainim is both Shaifta. So I'm a rabba, Kagoyna not Bainini. I think it's two gears thing. Mara Rava Rabba, Kagoyna not Bainini, I'm a Bainini. I'm a Leabaila Shavak Marla Khaila Barya. You're not leaving if you if you're a Bainini, you're not leaving space for anybody else, right? If the Gadwal Dar says I'm nothing, I'm just a Bainini, so who's a tzaddik? Nobody's a tzaddik, right? So Abaya says it's not it doesn't sound like a good idea. Ulavan calls the Barhatev. So so again, we have a lot of different Mamar Khazal telling us about a tzaddik and a Russia and a Bainini. The first Mamar Khazal we have is the beginning of the Gmar Brach, Navzaim, which tells us that a that it's tzaddik gummer, tzaddik shaina gummer. Then we have the Zayar Kaddish, which tells you that ra, that Russia and Toiv is Russia of a Toiv is just is the Toiv Kafav to the Ra, or is the Ra Kafav to the Toiv? That's the second way of explaining. Then we have this Gemara in Samachalaf, which explains that Russia and Sadik is just Tali in who's big Shaifa. A Russia is the Yitzhak Hara Shaifa. A Sadik is the Yitzhak Toiv Shaifa. A Benini is the Avazesh Shaifa. So we have like these three, three explanations, three descriptions. Three definitions of what a tzaddik, what a rasha, and what a bain is. So, but Tzarek Lavan calls about Barahit. We have to understand all of this, how it works. The Gamla Havan, and we'll end with this kasha, Masha Amr Eev, Rebani Shalalam, right? The Gemara over there, Bava Bas was discussing the conversation that Eev has with the Rebani Shalalam. The Rebani Eev comes to the Rebani with a complaint. Eev says, listen, Rebani Shalalam, you know, Barasa Tzaddikim, Barasa Rasham, you created Tzaddikim, and you created Rasham. What do you want from me? How in the world can you ever hold any human accountable if you created me a Russia? You made me a Russia, or you made me a Tzaddik. There's no free choice. I don't have the ability to be able to decide what I want to do. I was predispositioned to be either Russia or a Tzaddik, and therefore, no no blame could be had. 
I don't have the ability to do anything. Frek the Baltanya, really, that, that, that's not true. Right? You look at the Gemara Nida, the Tezayin. The Gemara over, the Nida, over there discusses what happens when a person gives, when, before a person gives birth to a child, before a person, a woman becomes pregnant. The Gemara says, They take a tip of Zerah, they put it before the Rabban They say, Tip of Zoo is going to be Gibor, Chalash, Chacham, Tipish, Asher, Ani. Right, it discusses all the all the all the uh, you know the makeup of this type of zera. What it's going to be? It's going to be wealthy, poor, weak, strength, strong, etc. It doesn't say what the thing. And the other Gemara says it, what it doesn't say. Be the rasha tzadik loikam. It doesn't say if the if the tip is going to be a rasha tzadik. Why? Kedar b'chinina. Damar b'chinina. Kol b'deshemaim. Chutz miyur shemaim. Everything's b'deshemaim. Chutz miyur shemaim. Ba'ati yisrael ma'ashem lekecha shemimcha kiim liyira. So the rabbanim doesn't decide if a person can be a tzadik rasha. That's what the chira is, right? If the rabbanim would decide that, then the whole world loses its purpose. So Eve comes to Hashem and Eve comes claims rabbanim. You created rishami. Created tzadikim. That's not true. Now we don't find that the rabbanim's ever machesh what he have said. And even his friends, they don't try to, they don't try to, you know, knock out what Eve says. So it sounds like what Eve's saying is a, is a true taina. Eve's saying, it's not true. The more Nida says clearly, not like that. Amamela, it's not true. They just point out that that's why, you know, it, 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 he, he says, um, that v'chulu is just, you have to read right there in the story to say that if his friends would have told him back, you're wrong and you're making a wrong assumption, then there's no kasha. The kasha is that his friends didn't say anything and that didn't say that, that he's making a wrong assumption. So it sounds like Eve comes to the Rabbanisham with a good taina. You created tzaddikim, you created Risham. How's the chayach? There's no bechira. I'm, I'm already, I'm already either going to be a tzaddik or rush before I'm born. So then what's the purpose of creation? What's the purpose of me doing taivaraf? I'm ready. It's already been decided for me whether I'm going to be a tzaddik or rush. And that's, th- th- those are, again, we'll end with those three kashas. Those are the three kashas that we have so far. Number one is astira, right? Astira and Mamar Chazal. Gemara Nida tells you it should be a rasha. Right, you have to you have to always be in be'enecha ke Russia. The more mission perigavas tells you don't be in Russia. Now, part of that kasha is is that aside from the fact there's a stira, it sounds like a bad piece of advice. You're either going to get led to atzvus, you're either going to become depressed because you view yourself as a Russia, or you're just going to become to lead a kalos and say, ah, I'm a terrible person anyways. Might as well just do whatever I want. The second kasha that he asked is, Pashat, what is the chilef between a Benini, Tzadik, Russia? We find these Mamarechas all in the beginning of Brachas, end of Brachas, Rai Mahamna, the Zara Kaddish, is that it's a Shaifdan, is it's Raz, Kaf Batoiv, Toiv is Kaf What is it? How do we define a very, very clear definition? And we'll see once we understand it, we'll figure out all three Mamarechas all, how they fit, but how do we define it? Tzadik, Russia, and a Benini. And the third kasha is what Eve says. Eve comes along to Ramashim with a claim. This is clearly not like that. And if that would be true, then it would ruin the purpose of creation and it wouldn't be, it wouldn't be uh, any, any purpose. That's next time in Rich Shem will start discussing what is the mahus of And those are the words that he begins. What is not, what does Abainini do? What is the essence of Abainini? What is the essence of a tzaddik, essence of a rasha? And then we'll be able to understand once we get to that what, uh, what our rabbi is. Okay.